0: Snoop with a shot, rebound, scores! Shee Pinto! They did score! No, Huffenmeyer! Tor for Stuttsla! Ty Belliver! There is nothing surprising
1: about Connor
2: Bedard doing this. Brady Kachuk tied the game! He is caught!
0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Zoopcast. We are all here. Adam, Louis, Josh, episode 89. Uh, the senators were European for a little bit, and now they are no longer European. And that's pretty much what has happened since the last time we recorded. We were talking about this right before we got on. We were like, okay, we need to record. What has happened? We we're like, Okay, Sweden Sweden trip happened. Like, yeah, okay, got that. And then, and then, Josh, you were like, didn't they play Calgary? And you're like, yeah, okay, they played Calgary. And then they also played... Vancouver and Toronto. Like we've actually missed like. What, I feels like, like a st-
2: millennia ago.
0: I know. Like, my God. <laughs> like it's just insane that the set like the amount of games that the Sens have played in the last like. And then we don't play till Friday. Two weeks. Ugh. Yeah, like that's so stupid. And then they play fifteen <laughs> and thirty-one. <in> December, <laughs> which is insane. We'll talk about that. I think oh, that's God. worth talking about the schedule in a bit, but just to give you some context here. So the set we're recording this on Monday. The Sens don't play for like four more days after today. And they have already played the least games in the league out of anybody. Only one other team has played 15 games. Two other teams have played 15 games. The Capitals and the Rangers have both played 15 games. So have the Sens. I mean, the Capitals and now they're are about...
1: going crazy, by the way. I mean, we'll talk yeah, about them yeah, But, like, oh, my God.
0: We'll talk and about the, Rangers the, are the going, weird story. The Rangers part. are going crazier, by the way. Yeah. like, But they're like the thing is, they're, they're actually,
1: one. like, they're still they're expected to make it. Like, the Caps yeah. basically said... We're just going to try and let Ovi score this year. And meanwhile, they're 9-4-2. But, is Backstrom yeah. Dax
0: from not even playing?
2: Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, he's, sure he's, he's not
0: essentially going to retire.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well... Anyway, we will get to that. No, We're going to do some no, NHL. Yeah,
0: Finally.
2: no athlete has really come back and regularly continued playing after the surgery he had. So right. he's, he's done, pretty certainly.
1: Isn't that what Patrick Kane got? Anyways. Yes. <laughs>
0: okay, yes. as I was so. going to say... We are going to talk about the rest of the NHL a good bit in this episode because we haven't really caught up with that in a while. But uh, as per usual, we're going to talk about the Sens. And when we last recorded an episode, bo- the boys were... Fu- I was pretty fired up. Like, ever- I'd say everybody was quite fired up. We are like, it's not like things were just completely spiraling out of control like they got the pinto thing and they lost the first round pick and Pierre Dorian got fired and the team was just losing endlessly and now they've gone on a very good shooting bender and have won four of their last five so everybody's really happy now for a little bit but so here's what I will say a lot of things happen in Sweden they come out the most important part they got two wins out of two games in Sweden and that is what should be the most important part of that trip now, I would like to dissect these one game at a time. I don't even, like, we could talk about the earlier, like, they beat Calgary. Okay, great. They, they were going to beat Calgary. Like, it would have it been more of a story if they didn't beat Calgary. They lost to Vancouver. Okay, great. A lot of teams have been losing to Vancouver. And they beat the Leafs, which is always awesome. And there was a hilarious goal where Wool just gave it to Giroux and they scored. So that's essentially the recap from the three games before Sweden. But I don't know what on earth happened against the Detroit Red Wings for 40 minutes of that game but it was carnage and honestly i tweeted this i have the receipts i tweeted this when they were up three nothing i was like this is not sustainable what is happening in this game like they should not be up three nothing if it weren't for corpus it'd be three three and then instantly a after josh norris scores a really bad goal on james reimer who was not very good at goalie they and somehow stayed in. in the game after that like yeah that was i don't know scary. how you you a gutsy it's because they a had problem. a game the next day, but you got three
1: oh, yeah. goals yeah. up, don't you? I don't. I don't. Yeah. Wasn't um, that because? Um, what's his face? Uso,
0: Uso went home.
1: Huso went yeah.
0: home. No, he's not injured. So, he went home because his wife was having a kid. Right. Yeah. He oh, sorry. Yeah. Right but he was. was he, he
2: part so of the three? They had
0: four. Yeah, he was part of the three.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, what well, else
2: sense.
0: would they have had? Yeah.
2: Lion. Lion. Lion.
1: Sorry, I meant like who else would they've had behind Lion? I'm pretty sure that's all they had. But that is all they had. I don't know. I,
0: yeah. yeah, you can keep going about the game, Adam. I have thoughts on it so, too. Okay, I, I know you. I know you both have thoughts. I, I just think like, okay, they won the game. We're gonna talk about that Stutzel goal too, because it was friggin' unreal. But, oh, my lord. But I mean, <laughs> what goal. I I honestly can't say I have been less confident after a win in my life. I I and watched that won? game. Yeah, the Detroit one. I watched that game. I watched them win the game in overtime, and I got super excited. I jumped up, like me and my dad, we were celebrating, we were watching the game, and I was like, you know what? This is, wow. Like, that's that was brutal. There's so many problems. There are so many. And, and when we were you watch the broadcast, Mike Johnson and Cheryl Pounder could tell you exactly what is going on with the Ottawa Senators and why they are bad. They're like, giving it to you. Here's the D-zone coverage. Here's why it sucks. Here's the bad breakout. And it's just, it's right in front of you. And they just cannot do it. Now, I'll give them credit because the Minnesota game, which we'll talk about later, was a little bit tighter. But I don't know, like, I was not a fan of that game in its entirety, even when they were up for nothing. I was, I just saw a lot of issues. And I am interested to hear what you guys had to say about that game.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone can come out of it being like, yeah, the Sens played so well today great win but like obviously there were glaring issues i would say the win they had against pittsburgh like right before halloween to me was like the least confident i felt after one of their wins because they got absolutely dominated like they didn't have a single like i would say good five to ten minute stretch in the whole game and yet they won like five two yeah they tend to do the detroit game
2: like last year with dylan Ferguson. yeah
1: (laughs) yes the I think I have a different take, and I'm, I've am i been incredibly critical of DJ Smith and the defensive system, but in this case, I feel like my take on the game is a bit different. I feel like, obviously, the glaring issue is getting it out of the zone when they get the puck. It's like, okay, they're scrambling, yeah. so they don't get it out. But what I will say is, I think that even though they were in their zone far more than they should have been, the time that they were in their own zone, to me they didn't give up like a million high-danger chances. It felt like they did a good job keeping it to the outside, keeping it to a lot of point shots. And yeah, yeah, they gave up a couple high-danger goals. I'm not saying they gave up zero bad chances, but I'd say most of the time when you give a team that much zone time, they probably do even more with... Like if you look at the expected goals that Detroit managed to get in that zone time and just the amount of shots and the quality of the shots, like it could have been a lot worse. But obviously, you just don't want to get stuck in your zone that much in the first place. You still need offense, even if you second and you're up by four. So yeah. uh, it wasn't like to me, it was like hit the panic button because, you know, they were like giving up fifty high danger chances to the Detroit Red Wings. But it was concerning that they weren't breaking it out. What I will say is, yeah, the positive for me takeaway of sweet in Sweden's, their transition play into the offensive zone. Looks a lot better. And I think Cheryl Pounder did like a whole segment on it too about how they kind of have that the guy with no speed getting the outlet pass. And then it forces the demon to kind of close up their gap. But then you have the center coming out the middle with speed and it creates that separation. That I feel like they're doing really well as opposed to what they were doing with the dump and chase before. So it's surprising that they went for that before fixing the diesel structure. But at least there's some structural change that looks like it's taking place in a positive way.
0: I think, yeah, it's it's a it's a very fair point, point. and I think what you said about the D zone, I agree. I I agree with, in the sense that for that game, I like I'm agreeing with you. Like they they didn't give up a whole lot in terms of high danger chances. It was just a lot of zone time. But the thing that worries me is like they're playing the Red Wings, who have some offensive weapons, but I don't consider them a top of the, you know, top team offensively at any. No, one hundred percent. So for it's us. just like if they're. If they're giving up that four goal lead to Detroit, and like letting Detroit run around the zone, and they can't even clear the puck against Detroit, I'm like, that's that's concerning, like for the future. Yeah, and, and I think like- a lot of
1: that is the mental aspect of it.
0: Like, I don't think, that-
1: and that's not an excuse. If anything, they should be like that's the opposite of an excuse. It should not be a reason at all. But I think it has a bit less to do with how good the team is versus how their mental is going into periods with leads and stuff. I don't know if you guys agree, but that's kind of what I, how I look at it.
0: I mean, it, might, it just might be the second freaking period in general. Yeah, well, yeah, was, could, yeah, do I don't even remember if Yeah, well, what was that, the too. stats?
2: Because we were watching the game on Saturday together. And yes. And they set a stat about first periods and how the sensor had like the second most goals in the first period or something. They, yeah, they
0: had like the second most goals in the league in the first period, and then, like, the least amount of goals in the league in the second period or, or something like maybe, that.
2: Yeah, either it was least amount of goals for in the second, or I think it may have actually been most, most against, against in yeah. the second. Yeah. And then we the other, are actually... I mean, the
0: stat that I remember from that is that the Senators are 0-6 when yes they, yeah. tr- they go into the second period trailing. And this was the Minnesota game, so they obviously won. They broke that. Um But I... It, and it's like multiple years of this second period you could say that about a lot of things about the sense multiple year carryover but like multiple years of them being like horrific in the second period for no like yeah valid reason i have the stat own. here
1: like, yeah go on do you want to hear it i do the the per period so in the first they've outscored the opposition 16 12 so plus four okay. In the yeah, second, good. they've been outscored 24-17, so minus 7. And then in the third, yeah. they've outscored the opposition 22-13, which is really good, Wow! Um, yeah. especially in say. third. Our
2: differential in the third is really solid.
1: Yeah, um, but obviously, so yeah, plus 4, minus 7, plus 9, and then plus 1 in OT, but whatever. Um, that's <sighs> like a clear split. Big, big
0: and plus the, the 1, shots though. That OT is The a interesting big thing one. is, do you count they shootout
1: as plus outshot. one shot? No, it it doesn't have shootout as a as a thing. But the interesting thing is they haven't hearts. been outshot in a single period this year. They're even in the first, plus five in the second, and plus thirty-seven in the third.
2: On average. Plus like the, 37.
0: They, they, wow.
1: 161 That's... to 124, yeah.
2: That's
0: pretty insane. I didn't know that. That's <clears throat> pretty crazy. I didn't know I couldn't have told you that they were such a good third period team, statistically. I wouldn't have been able to say that confidently without I think... stats
1: yeah um it's weird because i'm pretty sure under dj the one redeeming thing is when they go into the third with a lead i think they're one of the better teams keeping the lead which doesn't seem like it would be the case like if you just watch the detroit game for example yeah but basically. that's one thing so i feel like they, they're a team that is able to keep their foot on the pedal even when they're leading and that's probably why they don't just you know play safe necessarily if they have a one or two goal they they keep going for it so that's probably why they do well in the third
0: so in the third against detroit they somehow played a scoreless period and forced overtime where we witnessed what i will say confidently in my opinion is one of the most i know it's not a playoff goal i know it's a it's a november game i think it's one of the most legendary individual sense goals of all time i like just a hundred percent and it reminded me, so Tim Stutzel, for those who don't know, if you don't, uh, scores in overtime with two seconds left out of midair with a full, like this is not a bunt. This is not a tap it. This is a full baseball in the air swing. Uh, puck goes right past James Reimer, who kind of ducks, which is not what you do as a goalie when the puck comes towards you, which I found a little bit interesting. But nonetheless, full baseball swing, home run, great selli great goal and it reminded me i've talked a lot of people have been saying this reminded me of a lot of his first goal ever when he played the leafs yeah and that puck was coming down and this was not like the same kind of swing that was more of like a golf swing where he waited it to like waited for it to hit the get the ground and then make contact still a great goal um but i mean man like hard this one was like i'm recency biased maybe hard to think of a couple Sends goals that are more legendary than that, and that was just insane. Especially like a Europe, young European star of the game in Europe to score that goal. I think the NHL is like looking their chops. They're like, oh my god, that's unreal. The replay value on that goal is going to be crazy. Um, but I, I I wrote it in the planner. Where does this rank among all time Sens goals? Now we're not going to make a list here. That would take some effort, and we don't really do that on this podcast. So. In a, in general terms, where would you say like? Do you think that this is a top? Ten, do you think this is a top ten most legendary send goal of all time?
2: I think it's second after the Brandstrom slap shot goal. Well, Okay, <laughs> you're being serious. <laughs> <laughs> I <was> like, Wait <laughs> a
1: second. He's, he's being serious.
2: So. I think the Chris so. Phillips
1: own goal. Might be number one. Oh, wow. This is exactly where <laughs> You're i You're
2: refusing this to take though. this seriously.
1: <laughs> As for most questions, I mean, that the, asked- the two that, that pop into my head like immediately are the Alfie goal yep. against Buffalo, uh, yep. Pajot's fourth goal of the game against New York. You might yep. even say his hat trick goal to tie it could even also be there. Um, Mark Stone's overtime goal against Pittsburgh when they came back from down 4 1. When they were yeah. in that huge playoff Cinderella run, yes,
2: I would put. Above. I, I remember being at that game. That was crazy. Yeah,
1: me too. I was like, that was like the first time I was in the first like five rows at a game, and I was like, oh, of course they go down like four one or whatever. Yeah, that was a crazy. Crosby scored in the game. first fifteen so you, seconds
2: or something. Yeah, stupid. immediately off yeah. the draw. The yeah,
1: pass yeah. to Hoffman, obviously. Yeah, like I have that up there as so well. So we already have like five, I think, ahead of it, and that's I just what the- I
0: can think of immediately. I would put the Chris Phillips game six goal against New Jersey up there. But like the thing is, the only in my opinion, the only thing that this Tim Stutzel goal doesn't have going for it is it's not in the playoffs. It was not in like an important game. I'd say if you It ranked, wasn't against a good team. And it was it wasn't against a good <laughs> team. And I think I think if you rank I think if you if the criteria is just based on like take it take every external context away and just look at the individuality of the goal i think it's gotta be like a top five and like honestly, like how nice it, it was yeah and and in the same vein yeah. do you remember when matt duchene scored against the flyers on like a backhand yes. do you remember yeah. that it was goal? crazy it, it was not that goal came into my head immediately i was like no one is gonna remember because if that. you're I removing mean, context
1: it. then who cares if it's in the in exactly. regulation is isn't a winner right
0: but like, no, I mean, really the, the, if we're just going
1: to be that. on business, it's the Carlson pass to Hoffman. Like that's yes. number one. There's like a, I agree with that. Monumental gap. And then, yeah, like the douche like, is probably this year, but
0: it's the fact that you context. Nobody talks about yeah. that. Yeah, Deuxingles it's true. Ever. And I think that yeah. is one of the, I think that might be the nicest goal that a Senator's ever scored besides Carlson to Hoffman. That was freaking insane. People will remember this Stutzla goal because it was Stutzla and it was in Sweden and it was like, you know, there's a the lot Carl, of. What about
1: Carlson's goal off Lunquist's head from
2: behind the line?
0: <laughs> I don't th- that, I don't not, think I'd even have that it, up there at all, playoff. to be honest.
2: I, yeah, that was playoffs, I, was I think we need to give some respect to Peter Schaefer for his goal. Yes. But yes.
0: When he flipped it over the goalie,
2: and that yeah, flipped it over the goal, yeah, and then a quick little true tap out very of the very true. Air. I'd have that, that up there as
0: well. And I'm, I wonder okay. like, I, as I was thinking about this, I'm like, I wonder how many of the goals there were in like the '90s where I wouldn't have. I have no clue. Like, I would never have seen them. That were yeah. like insane, and no one talks about them anymore. Like this Duchenne like goal the team was
2: very good at the start of that. So,
0: <laughs> well, no, but I mean, like, there's always a couple nice ones in there. Like this duchenne goal in 20 years, no one will know about it at all. Like it'll be essentially yeah. obsolete. So I'm wondering if there's like. A couple of that, you know, a couple of those goals in the late '90s that someone will make sure Spetsa has a couple too. Do you remember his one against the Jets? Sorry, Louie. against the Jets. Yeah, no, that one was nasty, but that was his him assist, assist, right? Yes. Yeah, it was him to it was that him was to Oh, that one was unreal. And, and I swear, Nick Foligno
1: had one too. That should, oh, that could be that. there. I'll That's
2: try and find it if, if it had counted. Which I still I still think it should have the Colin White headbutt goal. Yep, hundred percent,
0: hundred percent agree with that. That one
2: also has context with because, because... that would have been to tie it late, like it would've that would have been very insane. late. I think I
0: mean yeah. that's as far as the context goes because the season was awash wash at that point. I think they were like so far in the playoffs it didn't even matter, but. You're right. In the individuality of the game, it had a context. I was thinking as we were talking about this, remember in the Hamburglar run where they were playing Carolina and Mark Stone in overtime, went between the legs around a dude and then fed it in front. That one was hugely (laughs) hugely important, like a hugely important (laughs) contextual goal in the scope of the season and in the game. And it was disgusting. That one certainly doesn't get talked about enough. I feel like the thing with the freaking Sens is they do this thing, where all of their nice plays are in a very confined amount of time. And so it's hard to remember all of them. Like, you know what I mean? 2017 run, there was just like eight insane moments. And we're like, okay, that's going to be impossible to process that all healthily because we haven't seen that in like since the Hamburglar run. There's been essentially nothing until these past couple of years where people are actually scoring again. So it's, uh, anyway
2: tim's people have talent goal. on your team does i would say yeah i would
1: seriously. say it's new, it's that the back he- back end of any top 10 whether you do context no context regular season yeah. only i think it just finds itself towards the back end of the top 10 which is still yep. and i think really that's gay. fair
0: i think i think that's 100 percent fair but it is still one of the most legendary sense schools of all time in my mind no doubt and i don't Absolutely. think that is recency bias uh Okay, so Tim Stutzla wins the game for the Senators against the Red Wings. Everyone's feeling. Some people are feeling pretty good. Some people are feeling less good. And then they have to come back and play Minnesota, who I feel like the Sens have like I don't know the stat for this. I've I know I've used this a stat like this in a Zoomcast trivia before. But I'm sh- I I would bet that the Sens have a horrific all time record against Minnesota. I feel like they never beat Minnesota ever, especially on the road. I know this doesn't count as a road game. It's actually a sense home game, but they are on the road as well as Minnesota. They're in Sweden. So I was fully expecting a loss here. Minnesota scores. I think it was Marco Rossi. You got a tip 67 shout out. And then yes, sir. Jersey right uh, big, right me. I, I think my favorite, I know there's not a lot to pick from my favorite branch from goal of all time just rock star and the best part so that i, I louie i know you got a lot i know you're gonna go off about this the branstrom thing i know you got a lot to say it, when he scored my first reaction was why on earth is eric branstrom hanging around the offensive blue line while everyone is changing like that just doesn't it was a, a great play. It, was like, it was it was great it was he, like, like great was positional play man. i mean yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but i could it's see so how like,
1: especially if you like had your head down or something and you're like wait how did that even happen? I mean, I think you should be questioning why Hamannik was taking that slap shot that resulted in the puck going all the way back to their own end. But he
0: got a secondary <laughs> assist for it. He was wrapping up his points. Hammer. He knew what a pass by but... Forsberg. Heads up. Heads up, Forsberg. To see him. Yeah. That most goalies yeah. probably wouldn't have done that. What, all, what I will say
2: rockstar yeah. slap
0: shot like who takes yes. that shot there that's unreal it was an absolute bullet
2: brandy baby what i'll say is that
1: your are you concerned about them winning the game it was very valid because going into the game after two periods when they were leading they're 6-0-0 and when they were trailing they were 0-6-0 like literally the end yeah. of the second period both teams may as well pack it up and go home and save time so <laughs> yeah <laughs> up until that game so like yeah it makes complete sense um, but yeah. thankfully, now they're one six and oh, win trailing after two.
2: And yeah, Minnesota really was two oh and oh after. Yeah, which
1: is to crazy big. to only have two leads.
2: After... <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, but wait, man, yeah. <laughs> that was that's true. A tough, eh? So they lost. Did they lose both games? They lost to the league yes. again. So yes. overtime. Five in a row. Five games in a row, Minnesota, they've lost. That's they're not good. two five and
1: three in their last 10 after a three three and one start. So hmm. no. Uh, nothing
2: great going on. before so. we stop talking about brandstrom and move off i just want to say yeah. i do like when you said that that's the best brandstrom goal. i think i agree with you because obviously and the down. context with sweden and all that but yes this is the thing the yeah. end-to-end goal last year against tampa True. was True. nuts it was 100 I, I still i still think this
0: is goal. my more favorite brandstrom goal though
2: i yeah me too that that was just right. shit. That was that one insane. a shout out
0: yeah is like his his you know Quality per goal must be the highest, like out of most players. It's a new in the stat. League, I'm right? gonna
2: start tracking. Watch every goal and say, was it a banger? If yes, <laughs> I like yeah, realness. A per
0: goal. <laughs> it's like, if would you would you want to be the guy who scores thirty terrible wins? goals a year, or like two insane goals, like two goals that are like on the Sports Center top ten every single time? That you know they're that's gonna why be I've always said
2: that. I'd rather take. Eric Branstrom over Chris Kreider on my hockey team every day. Yeah, of course. Yeah, or Mark, you
1: could day. even say Mark Stone, Branstrom
0: over Stone, like trade related. True, I would uh, do it. Yeah, I'd do it. Me too. You're right. Yep. Younger. Um, Dorian was yeah, right. About to be his proudest day. That's true. Yes. He also we got Oscar Lindberg in that trade. We can't talk about. We can't talk about Pierre Dorian anymore. He's not relevant to the team. He's, he's simply, oh, a, he simply
1: Well, he
2: he's, he's got his fingers all oh. over. Every I, was, single I, say, time. I don't know about not relevant, but... I don't yeah. think Steve Davis made
0: a single move as GM, so... Not that we know of. Not that we know What of. does that even Who mean? Knows? <laughs> I don't know. It could mean anything. Maybe he's got a couple of logs in the fire. Is that it's a threat? Insiders like to say. Logs in the fire. But... It doesn't sound like it, it, but I'd love to be proven go. Of. Go back to the game. The Sens go to overtime with Minnesota and play... It's This is relevant because of the discussions that have been happening about the rule change in overtime, which I think we should talk about. They played one of the most boring overtimes I've ever seen. But, Louis, we were watching the game together, and I stand by what I said. I don't think that the overtime needs to be changed at all. I don't think that there needs to be any new rules associated with it. I think the only thing that they could do is make it longer, go to 10 minutes.
2: That is the only thing that I would
0: December can be a fun but chaotic time of year, and it may be too early to start decorating for the holidays, but it's never too early to start your holiday shopping. Why not take care of it now, before the crowds and packed calendars make shopping a total nightmare? Especially when you can get some of the best deals of the season well before Black Friday. You can shop Raycon products right now and save up to 50% off because their early Black Friday sale is going on now. Raycon first made a name for themselves in the audio space with products like their everyday earbuds, known for delivering high quality and thoughtful features like 32 hour battery life and a perfect in-ear fit for all day wear and lasting comfort. And this past year, they expanded their entire business with the introduction of Raycon Home and Raycon PowerTech. Their faucet filter ultra filters the water in your tap against chlorine and heavy metals. It's a must have for ensuring the water you use to wash your face and brush your teeth is, you know, actually clean. To get everyone in the holiday shopping spirit a bit early, Raycon is currently offering 20% off everything on their site, with select products up to 50% off. Hurry now to buyraycon.com thpn to get 20 to 50% off site-wide. That's buyraycon.com thpn to score up to 50% off Raycon products. Buyraycon.com thpn.
1: I think it should be continuous. I don't know. Really?
0: Until they score? Because yeah, because well, think of
1: how long could it possibly I don't take that for either. A three on I don't three goal? <laughs> As guys yeah. get more tired, a you're either putting some bums on, so there's going to be a mismatch, or b they're going to be tired and make mental or physical mistakes. It's not going to take that yeah. long. The odds I of it going totally over ten minutes, that, I would say. I think the odds of it going over ten minutes is about ten percent, especially okay, well, given that I have you the actual no. Yeah, it's eleven percent, right?
2: Well, in so the B C A, yeah, I think it went from 41 from all games to that 11. start in overtime and end in overtime, it went from 41 to 14%. 14, mm. okay.
1: But the thing so, is that they only did 10 minutes, right, in the BCHL. I think if you know that it's continuous, there's even more pressure to just go out and score earlier. Like,
2: well, I think if you get that is, number even seen lower. International competitions go 20, and I've never seen it go past 20, ever. I've never yeah.
0: seen
2: it get to yeah. fifteen. Yeah, like you just you, you want to put like you probably have three trios at most that you trust
1: out there, like nine full to- nine total guys, and rotating them with almost no whistles for more than ten minutes, and none of them getting too tired to you know not make any mistakes is so unlikely. Because I, I don't know, it just it is so boring. Like it was both OTs, and I didn't really get the whole talk about it because the Suns hadn't been to overtime until Sweden. I was like. What do you mean overtime's boring? And then we watched the Sens play in two, where the first four minutes or three and a half minutes were just ragging the puck, literally, just playing yeah. keep away. And then, yeah, the last minute and a half, there was one breakdown and then it's back and forth.
0: Yeah, it's the nature of overtime. Um, I think one thing that happens if you get rid of the shootout, and I'm not, I, I'd say like, I don't mind, I, I'm very indifferent towards the shootout. I don't think it's. Horrific, and i don't think it's the best thing in the world for regular season play but let's say that you get rid of the shootout you do continuous overtime uh the first thing the first place my mind went to is that gets rid of regulation and overtime wins is the tiebreaker in the standings because that's been the big is
2: that well that's not it's the just regulation after wins regulation yeah. oh, they did they already it. change it okay yeah so they flipped now. it yeah, row wrong. is
1: after regulation wins now which is like okay. good luck, Montreal, if you make a push, because I think they have two regulation ones. But <laughs> they have two. You're right. I'm looking
0: yeah. at it right now. They have two. They got less and than six San Jose overtimes. Yeah, six overtimes. They have
2: less things. than San Jose. Why yeah. is it no yeah. anybody talking about this? Okay. come on. I Pens think it's a good way to switch
1: off talking about the Sens because we have talked about them enough. Yeah, let's talk about the league in general. I want to make. I just want to bring some stuff up. Two teams' stats, and you know what? Actually, as I say this, Tampa Bay's isn't as bad because they won their last two. But Tampa being. 8 wins, 6 losses, 4 OT losses. So 8 wins, 10 losses total. And still yeah. being over 500 sucks. But more specifically now, the New York Islanders, who are 6, 6, and 5. Wow. They have 6 what? wins in 17 games, and yet there they are. How many points here? 3 points out of a playoff spot. Because they've gone to overtime 5 times and lost, I think, 4 or... I think they've lost five out of six times they've gone to extra time.
0: Oh, wow! Yeah, wow! Well, no, yeah, it's two, like four, and four wins, in the last ten. Regulation wins five. Regulation and overtime wins five. I think they're zero and five in overtime. Well, they some of them might be. Sh- they're one and one in the shootout, so they're zero and
1: four oh, in OT, yeah, okay. one and one in the shootout.
2: Yeah, you're right. Okay, I guess this yeah. could relate to another change that we could mention. Going back to the OT thing is if they do want to keep shootouts and don't want to do continuous. Just go win loss.
0: In my opinion, yeah, I'm for that. I'm I'm for that. Yeah, I'm so. I'm for pretty that. sure they're the only
2: team. They're the only
1: the NHL is the only league that uses points, right? The N- NBA doesn't, right? The NBA doesn't. They, right. Yeah, they're the only league that uses, and they play the same amount of games as um as the NBA. The NFL has 17 games, and they manage to go by win loss and not have to worry about tiebreakers too too much. Yeah. Like, when you have 82 games, the odds, I'd have to look at it, but the odds of there being like three, four-way ties for a wildcard spot are pretty low. And again, at that point, you could still have regulation wins as a tiebreaker. It still puts emphasis on winning in regulation. I don't know. It's just, and I think because there's no loser point, you're not going to have teams playing safe for the last 15 minutes of a tie game. I think that'd be fun. You actually have to win the game to earn the full amount of no, I say full, you still do add this, but like you don't get points for losing. What is this? And
0: there's it, it makes the, there's no benefit in playing for overtime.
1: Yeah, like, exactly. no
0: benefit in like if it's tied at 10 minutes left, let's park the bus. Like let's just get there. Like no, like And you're not rewarding
1: teams like the Islanders who just have 2-2 two, two games that are way more likely to go to overtime because it's lower scoring, right? It's like it's just inherently more likely when there's less events happening that it'll go to OT. If it's 0-0, 1-1, 2-2, it's far more likely than a team like the Sens would give up for and score for like odds are there'll yeah. be a bigger difference.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm, there's been a lot of talk about this, like switching with the overtime rules. I am interested to hear like what the actual likelihood of that is to happen. I don't, I wonder like which GMs would kind of be all over that and which wouldn't, but I guess we'll get clear. the record OT. Yeah. Oh, well, there you all go. Be, yeah. What they choose. Yeah, I know who, I know what Lou is going, is going to vote for. Um, Let's go to the West, because I want to talk about the Oilers, because the Oilers are awesome to have in Canada right now. Because and even and like more so They're losing
1: 4-3 as we speak. To who? Uh, to Nico Mikola's two goals and the Florida Panthers. <laughs> Mikula scored <laughs> again? Yeah, oh, like David God, and Nico Mikola
0: each have two goals. The the Oilers as it stands, with minus this game that's being played, is five, ten, and one. And they are sitting third last in the Western Conference just in front of the Blackhawks and the Sharks who beat the Oilers somehow a couple of days ago. So what is going on with the Oilers? Because it it would have been weird to say that the Sens at the time when they were like five and seven were not the saddest team in, in Canada. And then you could argue there's three teams that are more sad than them. At that time in their own country. The flames are horrific. They're currently ahead of the Oilers in the standings right now. So I shouldn't really say anything. The Oilers are a total crapshoot. And the Leafs had a lot of problems before they went to Sweden and won a couple of games. So uh, the Oilers are far and away the worst team, I believe, in Canada right now in terms of points. Like, okay, here's another stat. I hate to bring this back to the Sens. But in terms of points, the Oilers, third last in the West. They have 11 points. The Sens, third last in the East, with one less game played than the Oilers, have sixteen points. That is how that's the difference between the two conferences right now. Yeah. I know. The Sens
1: would be sure. two points out of a playoff spot with two games in hand in the West right now.
0: Yeah. Because the Coyotes
1: are so the Sens are eight, seven, and zero. Oh, the Coyotes are in yeah. at eight, seven, and two. So the Sens could literally wow. go lose two OT games and be in a the equivalent. I mean, in the in the East, it's only two games over 500, whereas in the West, it's one. So it's not like a huge difference. Like Tampa Bay is basically just Arizona with an extra two points in one game.
0: Which is insane to say out loud.
1: Yeah. yeah, but Arizona. Yeah, but it's true. I don't know. We could, I think we'll have to wait till like maybe the quarter season mark to start making like, okay, who are the Sens trying to catch up to type thing. But I think it's very easy to see paths for the Sens to climb back into it. Like, you see Philly is in a divisional spot. Washington's in a divisional spot. You probably assume Carolina passes them, and one of those two at least kind of falls off. Even if the Devils start playing well, you could see, you know, I don't know, Tampa's not playing very well. Pittsburgh's playing, but, what you know, like, they're, they're in it, which is kind of crazy considering how bad it started for the Sens and how dire it looked with the way November started. But I think hope is back. In my opinion, I don't yeah. know about you guys hope, hope
0: is back for the Sens. I agree. Yeah.
1: But- and you know what we haven't talked about? I'm gonna keep speaking to just speak over Louie. Oh, you go. We haven't talked about oh, the fact go. that Shabbat might be oh, back yeah. for the for in the next like they have two more games in November. He might be back for December. First. Yeah, might be, that should be huge. Crazy. That would be huge. Huge. absolutely massive for the 15 games because then Chickering and Sanderson don't have to combine to play 50 plus minutes a game, right? You can split that up a bit more. I yeah. mean, poor Shabbat's going to play 32 minutes a night for 15 games in 31 days. But
0: speaking of minutes yeah. per night, Claude Giroux against the Red Wings yeah. played yes. like 20 and a half. Minutes. 32 minutes, no? 30. No. Oh, 27, no. 27, 27, 27, 27. That is still un- for a Yes, that's no, that's crazy. Of. That's outrageous.
2: And and like, Isn't I'm not Timmy saying you're leading this in a negative forwards way. in the league in time on ice per game. It might be Giroux. close. at that twenty-two twenty, Stutzla. I think Timmy's first. I thought I saw someone somewhere like do a poll for this. Like a well, had a, a, logged a logged
0: a lot of minutes against Minnesota. He was at I
2: But I wouldn't be surprised if like Miller,
1: Pedersen were there, or even Matthews. Matthews at twenty-one. Maybe McKinnon could be there too. I'm right, trying to see thing right about
0: maybe. the thing about that Giroux game where he played twenty-seven minutes. And I don't mean this in a bad way towards Giroux. I didn't really notice him that much like he was kind of just like you know I noticed like it was like a normal Giroux game like he was solid and like he was but I would never have been able to tell you he played more than anyone else in that game like he was kind of yeah. just blending in like they were running the lines which I thought was a bit interesting um but yeah they like, the how, bench did for sure, but... how did that even how does that happen 27 minutes for Giroux I think that's I find that pretty hard to believe I can't recall yeah, so... if that that's happened like I Emmy mean, is first. I'm just. I just
2: checked. For in yeah. the league.
1: slightly yeah. ahead of Nillman. McKinnon and Drysido. Wow,
0: and McDavid.
2: McDavid's yeah, but I mean, McDavid. with his
1: injury, I feel like he's like playing less than usual. So I didn't. Really...
0: McDavid has a very pedestrian thirteen points in fourteen. Well, games he's up to fifteen and fifteen now, at least. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. So okay, so counts the two from today. He's but, on pace uh, for, for an
1: absolutely god awful thirty-three goals, eighty-two points.
0: But for McDavid standards,
1: that's yeah, pretty that pretty is pretty low. Low. like that's if low. he finished with 33 goals, 82 points, like, he would be underperforming his contract. Hundred percent, basically. Hundred percent, yeah. But he's clearly playing injured, and he's picked it up lately. Like he has four goals get... in his last four games. So,
0: I think the Oilers will make the playoffs still this year. Yeah, they literally that's just need Stewart Skinner to have like an 8.95, and they'll make it. they Well, they're starting Pickard tonight. They're not even starting. Skinner's. Yeah, and he's, he's given her four Galvin goals. So. Well, it's because they yeah. played yesterday, week and he back. started. Do you think they'll bring up Campbell in, from the A at some point? No, moment? he's Surely been so happens.
2: terrible
0: in the Really, a. My, oh, my God, God.
1: has yeah. been bad. I'm pretty sure he had like an eight thirty three in the A last I
2: checked. Did you see some of the goals he let in? Yes. Oh my lord! It was and bad. some of them on the first shots
0: of the game, a la Cam yeah. Talbot. Well, you can't really um, talk shit about Cam Talbot right now. He is second in the league and wins and has like. A uh, I don't care. Percentage. I don't care. I can still. He played play
1: well play. last year. They could have made the playoffs.
0: Well, he's doing pretty good this year. And his team. Uh, Jack Campbell. Guess
1: guess Jack Campbell's save percentage in three games in the in the A. As a hint, I'll give you his GAA of four point three six, oh, which is actually better man. than it is in the a- NHL this year at four point five. <laughs> but what I'll do you think his save
2: percentage is? Is it over or under eight hundred? Oh, it's over eight hundred. But gotta be. Okay, I'll go eight twenty seven. Eight, I'll say eight twenty-eight. Louis closer. Get <laughs> no, guess.
0: no way. That's Get another guess. Crazy.
2: One more guess. Uh, eight twenty-two. Eight twenty.
1: Adams closer. It's eight nineteen. Wow, that's wow. horrific. Oh three and oh with a beautiful eight nineteen. I think he's been pulled from one of them. Which actually that doesn't that wouldn't make sense because the GAA would be like even higher. So he's probably played the, for those full games. I'm guessing because it's just like a rehab stint almost for him, not even from an injury,
0: just from being shit. But yeah, it's not yeah. going well for him. So no, no end in the sight. Problem, <laughs> the Oilers need a goalie. Did they, I wonder who who's, who could. I, I've seen reports that say they're looking at like Montreal's goalies, but what's the point? I of mean, getting
1: Jake the Allen is bad. Yeah, and they said
2: Allen is the least likely guy. Like, Allen's totally the guy you go for if you go to Montreal. What about, like, Vladar? Has he been terrible this year, or what's the deal? I don't think he'd be much better than... No. Maybe uh, Jonas Johansson
0: when Vasilevsky's (laughs) back. Jonas Johansson is keeping that team... No, he has been terrible
1: He's been terrible.
2: He's had a sub-900, and, like, 7, no, that's 11, just because things, of how insane his stats were at the start of the season. He's Yeah, he is not really treading bad. water. Adam, let
1: me read you his C percentages by game, okay? Um, go on. So I'm not counting today because they're in a game right now. I'll sure. go like most recent to oldest on backup. So he had a 907 versus Edmonton, great. But before that, it was oh, wow. 857, 857, 875, 828, 824, 857 in the six starts before that. Bread and water. They're ahead of the Sens. In the it's stand. not pretty. No, I don't know about it. If I would call back that we've
2: been, over, we've been above them in that stretch, Adam. We have a better record Stack than they do. Second wild, wild card. Second with a me, negative goal differential.
0: Yes, but they don't Just have Vasilevsky. So it all doesn't matter until he gets back. Oh, uh, they've
1: given up 16 more goals than the suns
0: If you were to tell a Tampa Bay Lightning fan right now, or like at the beginning of the season, that at December. November twentieth, they would be without Vasilevsky and starting Jonas Johansson. I have more losses than wins. In the second wild card, <laughs> they would say, "I will take that." So for probably. them, successful, hundred percent. The the
1: issue is Vasilevsky's probably going to come back and play at the same level as him. So, no, what
0: does that even mean? How can you say that? You don't know that. What are you My saying that? They, will they found his
2: treading water. Yes, in your words, teams
1: found out his weakness water. when he played against Toronto last year. Literally just take one Vas-
2: shots. It's Vasilevsky.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I think nine he fifteen. He's turning thirty next summer. So he's kind of getting there.
0: He's got surgery. A prime goalie years. Prime goalie years are like twenty. True, to true. But he has
1: played like five billion playoff games. So that's true. I'm not sure how many prime
0: days he has left, but he's got a good rest. He's got a good rest and he didn't play the I first personally,
1: half. Personally, and if this is completely wrong, someone can clip this and like own me. I okay. don't think Tampa Bay's record. Will get exponentially better with Vasilevsky back. So, like, look, they're at twenty I'm points in eighteen games, right? So they're on pace for ninety-one so, points. I don't think they finish above ninety-five.
2: I also don't think Kucherov goes as crazy as he's been. Which yeah, will help like that. I think his yeah, regression,
1: like overall regression, offsets Vasilevsky coming back. So,
0: so do you? They're think on pace Tampa for ninety-one. Draft, I say ninety-five
1: yeah. or less. I think they're fighting for wildcard, card too all season. I think they stay right around okay. there. I, I don't I think agree, they I pass agree, agree that. Boston, Florida, that. or Toronto. No, so I, I think
0: yeah, they're fighting for wild card, and I think go sends go is what I think. So okay, I love yeah. that. That's great. I'll get. I'll get on board with that any day.
1: I think. Yeah, I think good. they're literally they become a perfectly mid team.
0: Like that's what they've become because they're just <laughs> I'm aging. I'm like, eight wins, ten losses. losses. It's funny that you brought up. I, I like you brought up Florida. They're kind of a wagon right now. Eleven and five and one. Yeah. They're having a great year.
1: Who knew? So who it, knew you could win games when you're missing defensemen
0: oh yeah it <laughs> beats me beats me damn top three seems to be set i don't think the top three of that of the atlantic is going to change this year yeah i agree at any point from what well it is, toronto
1: though. depends if ryan riuski's playing
0: and, and klingberg i'd say
1: and klingberg
2: bear. who's magically injured now yeah. and we will find that out about does. his so you're saying like if klingberg
1: starts playing they'll do worse like if he comes back yeah. if he comes yeah, back i agree yeah. If they trade for Zadorov or Tanev, yeah, they'll they'll keep that top three. But, I mean, I, I actually I really really like Willem Nylander. I don't know if he yeah. sustains his fifty five goal, hundred thirty point
2: pace all year, which is kind of carrying hey, them man. right now. Who knows? I they, hope he does, because then I they can't he. afford him. No shot. They have
1: yeah. five guys with sorry, they have four forwards with nineteen or more points, which is uh, insane. And then their next forward has nine, so it's literally yeah. just been that the big four well, up front. Sounds it's like, like the how the 67s... The,
2: the 67s, the leading scorer is Luca Pennelli with, I believe, 17 goals so far. Oh, Next wow. best is like Brady Stonehouse with 7 or 8. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, for, for Toronto, scoring.
1: in terms of goals, in terms of goals for Toronto, it's 14, 12, and then seven, five, five. So it's like, yeah, it's Matthews and Nylander scoring with Mar- some Marner assists. That's literally the the whole strategy and i don't know you know obviously things can change and if they add a
0: defenseman but that's not going to hold i don't think over 82 games not okay, not to right. miss the playoffs back, or anything but to, to be back, back it up back it up Louie, did you yeah. just actively compare the leafs to your favorite team You you compare the Leafs <laughs> to the six sevens you just did that sure by, i did by yourself okay just want to make sure you're all right with doing that it's, it's yeah. not very like you i'm comparing the leafs to an ohl team all right your favorite, t- dude, I'm looking in your background. You have two different 67s jerseys on your wall and a zoob. I just want to make sure you know where you stand right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, as to, you know, we're we're going to wrap this up here because I don't think there's much more to say. We're kind of just rambling. We're getting into, yeah, this
1: is when we know that it's
0: it's getting, it's getting too much. It's getting dicey when I have to bring up the jerseys and Louis shot on Discord. So we're going to bring in a new fresh three for next episode. So we can yeah, get there you go. The put minute. the Rangers one up there. The the Malik. No, I no, like that one. Yes. Oh, that I Malik like
2: that lady is so
0: nice. Yeah. I like yeah, that I like one like... a lot. Um, We're going to end it. The Sens uh play on Friday. So this will be up before they play. Um, they play on Friday then they play like a bajillion games in December because the schedule is awesome. So this is where I'd like to see them really gain some traction and start like, you know, winning multiple games in a row and then only losing like one and then go back to winning. Like, you know, rest more of the year, easy, stupid losing streaks. Well, for a little bit, like build I've up some momentum. 17 like, more comes... games in
1: 2023. I say 16 and one. If they do that, they'll be in a decent spot, I think. Okay, I'm,
0: I'll I'll go with you on that. 24 and eight in the new year. Sure. I don't know. We're uh, anyway, that's going to do it for us here. at The Zoopcast this episode thank you guys so much for tuning in thank you so much for listening and we will see you guys next time take care everybody peace